Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. This is Coffee Break. I'm Kirk Kittleson sitting in for Troy, who's still feeling a bit under the weather. Mostly his voice is going, so he didn't want to push it the last couple of days. And uh, hopefully he'll be back in the studio with us here. Well, not with me, because I'm going on vacation Monday, so he'll be with uh, Stuart next week here during Montana's Morning News. But this is Coffee Break, and today we have Mountain Pacific Quality Health Director of Pharmacy, Tony King in the studio with us. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, and you, uh, I guess we can start out uh, just by reintroducing yourself and telling people exactly what you do day to day. Sure. Uh, my name is Tony King. I'm the Director of Pharmacy Programs at Mountain Pacific Quality Health. We're a nonprofit healthcare improvement organization here, based here in Helena. Uh, we actually just moved to a new location off of Park. Uh, we work in a couple different states and territories, so Alaska, uh, Wyoming, Montana, Hawaii, Pacific territories as well. We work with organizations, groups, nursing homes, hospitals like that to see if we can help them improve their health care. We also hold a couple contracts uh, with state agencies, including Montana Medicaid. Uh, for, for our department, we help administer the pharmacy uh, programs for Medicaid. All right. And, and today we want to talk a bit about the COVID-19 vaccines. And I guess we could start out with state totals. I mean, the state it seems like a lot of Montanans rolling up their sleeve. Yeah, actually, Montana, comparatively uh, to our, our neighboring states, we're doing fairly well. Uh, numbers I looked at this morning, you know, we have roughly 361,000 fully vaccinated people. Uh, we'd always like to see that a little bit higher here in Lewis and Clark County. We know we have about 27,000 fully vaccinated people. Um, you know, compared Wyoming is is way farther down when you're comparing it to other states. Uh, we can always do better. Uh, that's that's kind of why we're here today, and and hopefully we can uh, talk about it and get people more comfortable with the vaccine. Yeah, it's a very safe vaccine. These have been rigorously tested. People are out there saying, well, they weren't tested. They pushed these through too fast. Well, they pushed them out because they're prioritized. Right. Uh, and they, they did it a little bit differently. Instead of sequencing this out, uh, they did it all at once. They were building them while they were testing so that it was ready to go. Um, it, it's been in millions and millions of arms. We're still tracking all the data. We're still tracking all the side effects. We're still tracking uh, how long people are, are showing uh, immunity with these. They're showing they're very, very safe, very, very effective. And really, there is no reason not to get it at this point. We'll be talking more about the effectiveness and all the other things a little bit later in this half hour that we have with uh, Tony King from Mountain Pacific Quality Health. But uh, yeah, I'm, now we're at the point where the Lewis and Clark vaccination thing has kind of subsided. They were moved out of the fairgrounds. They got one more tomorrow that, for those 12 to uh, 12 and older there. So if you want to get involved in that, you still can. But now, now if somebody's out there going, I wanted to get it, I couldn't get online and register. That was the hardest part about the whole vaccination Indeed, thing. yeah. But it finally got through. Where do they go? How do they get that now? Uh, a lot of the pharmacies are still giving them. Uh, most of them still want you to make a res or a, an appointment. So go online. You know the, the CVS's, Walgreens, Walmart's, Costco's, Albertson, Safeway here in town. They all still have it. Uh, Peerview Health Clinic is still doing uh, some clinics on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And again, they ask you to go ahead and make an appointment. St. Pete's has it as well. Uh, some of the smaller clinics are now getting some of the distribution of the vaccine as well. So call your provider. They may have it. And may be able to squeeze you in. But it, it is still readily available out there. And and as you said, you know the 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 
big ones out at the fairgrounds here, they're going to subside and just kind of try and prioritize mobile clinics as well. So you may be, see, be seeing some pop up in different areas, trying to target those places where people may not have the ability to, to travel and try to get to those folks that may want it but can't get to it. Yeah, I see there's a mobile one set up for this afternoon as well here. Things downtown on the walking mall. Yep. Near 10 Mile Brewery is what we were talking about earlier yep. today. And I guess now that we're uh, through this these phases as we're in this what is it phase two now correct um we got a lot of people that are hesitant about the shot and and mostly because they've heard horror stories from somebody about how they they just didn't feel very well the next day and i just don't know all this it, me personally i had the shot I didn't have any side effects whatsoever. I think I had a sore arm after the first one. Sure. And, and I got the shot, too. I got it uh, fairly early. Um, I didn't have any side effects the first one. The second one, I had a little bit of a sore arm. Uh, my wife, she felt a little down the next day after the second shot, but not the first one. I'm hearing from other people that, you know, that, that day after the shot, they may be tired. They may um, have a sore arm. they sick to their stomach, headache, uh, nauseousness. Uh, the, my recommendation to those that are asking is just plan for it. Plan for a day um, just just in case. You may not need it, um, but generally those symptoms only last one day. And by the next day, you're feeling fine and there's no uh, following repercussions for it. Yeah, any little side effect you have, though, is uh, a lot less than what the actual virus could do to you in long term. Absolutely. And, and we're starting to see more and more cases of what they call the COVID long haulers, meaning they have long lasting symptoms of the COVID virus. Um, so one day of, of feeling run down um, is probably way better than weeks to months of having the actual symptoms of, of COVID. Yeah. And I've, I've run into some folks that didn't get their vaccine and then got sick and they, <laughs> you always hear, well, this is for real. Well, yeah. Yeah. Right. You've been telling you for a year it's for real. Correct. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a number of people that, that originally didn't uh, want to get the vaccine and didn't think that the virus would uh, uh, be that bad. But after they get it and, and when I talk to them, you know, they still may feel some symptoms. They may still not have full smell, full taste. Um, so they, they do regret not getting it or not prioritizing it. All right. And, uh, you know, getting this vaccine is so easy to do. And again, it's free. There is no cost to you if you're going to go get it. And uh, we, we encourage, I encourage you to do it. I got mine. And like I said, I never felt, I never felt anything from it. But, you know, as you, you get this vaccine and, you know, you can't get sick from it. That's one thing you hear. Oh, it's going to make me sick because some people do get that from a flu vac uh, vaccination. Right. And, and really that's not from the vaccine. That's your immune system. That's your body yeah. um, ramping up. So, um, especially after that second dose, when people are feeling most of the effects, that's your body kicking into high gear, getting that booster shot, um, having your immune system kick in so that's really ready to fight that virus should it ever meet it. Um, but it's not true sickness. It's not something that, that is if a, infecting you and then causing those symptoms. That's just your body in its natural reaction. All right. So there's really no reason not to get the shot, especially here. And, and what you're doing is you're really protecting not only yourself, but people around you. Absolutely. Um, you know, that's, that's what I've been uh, preaching, for lack of a better term, since the beginning, is be a good neighbor, be a good family member. Uh, if you don't want to do it for you, do it for them. Do it for, for your community. Um, you know, we get a lot of people asking, well, if I don't 
get it. We should be fine. Everyone else is going to get it. And that's just the wrong mentality. Um, we can't get to quote unquote herd immunity and we can't get to protect our, our, our children, our family, our grandmas and grandpas, unless everyone gets it. Um, really at this point, there is just no reason not, not to sign up and get it done. Yeah. With the, all the, I mean, with all the data that's coming in and you said millions of shots are out there now. So we're seeing more and more data come through. Yeah. And again, they're still tracking it every day. We, if there was something horribly wrong, um, we would know it. Uh, I know there's a lot of watch groups and there's a lot of groups out there, uh, really, you know, getting into the data and trying to analyze it and find faults. Uh, but, scientifically there's no reason not to get the the vaccine at this point all right our guest today on coffee break is tom king he's with mountain pacific quality health and we're talking COVID 19 vaccinations and just a reminder there is that one tomorrow at the fairgrounds it's for 12 to 15 year olds still a few slots available earlier today i don't know if they're there yet but there's a pop-up vaccination clinic happening today downtown on the walking mall and and opportunities abound for you to go ahead and get your vaccination. Um, you know, is they get this shot, you know, people are just also worried about all kinds of weird things. <laughs> like it's going to alter my DNA. Well, that, that's not true. It can't happen. No, it can't. Uh, I know that there's still some confusion about the technology used for the vaccine, uh, especially the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Those are what's called mRNA, messenger RNA vaccines. Uh, really, they're building instructions. They're building the, the template of how to build the furniture. You're getting it injected into your body. It's delivering the instructions on how to build part of that um, virus not the whole thing but just build part of the virus so that your body can recognize it and attack it uh, and then the the mrna that's been injected in you is gone in a, in about a day so it's not hanging around it's not changing anything it's just basically delivering you instructions on how to build uh, the defense system for it and this mrna it's not it's new but not not like brand spanking new. This no. has been used for, isn't it being used in some cancer treatments and yeah, other things? Yeah, they're really, uh, especially with the effectiveness of this, uh, these vaccines, they're really ramping up, uh, looking at other ways that they can use this technology. This technology's been around for, for a while. It's not like this is brand new technology that's never been used. They did use it for the Ebola virus vaccine as well. Um, and they've used it in in, in some other smaller studies but this isn't brand brand new this isn't the first time this has been utilized yeah so experimental drug is really kind of another one of those myths correct yeah. correct so we'll be talking more about the myths and reasons why you should be getting your covid19 vaccine when we come back here this morning on coffee break I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. 
This is Coffee Break, News Radio 95 KCAP. I'm Kirk Kittleson in for Troy, who is out today feeling a bit under the weather. Hopefully, he'll be back here in the studios on Monday. And this morning, we're talking with Tony King. He is the Mountain Pacific Quality Health Director of Pharmacy. And we're talking COVID-19 vaccines. And again, uh, just to hit on the safety of these, millions of shots in arms, it is daily coming back that these vaccines are safe and very effective. Extremely safe and extremely effective. Uh, You know, watching for the side effect profiles, really there's no additional side effects. The the sore arm, the feeling down for a day, obviously is a little bit different than than what a placebo would be. But in comparison to some of the other vaccines that we get, um, flu vaccine uh, for one, these things are way more effective. Uh, The side effect profile is roughly the same. You know, for a flu vaccine, we we're we're lucky some years to get it to be fifty percent effective. And these some of these vaccines, uh, the Pfizer, the Moderna, are in the nineties. Uh, the the Johnson and Johnson's in the high sixties. So very very effective, extremely safe, um, and really at this point, no reason not to get one. Yeah, I mean, getting a shot, you usually get a sore arm of any kind. So I mean, that's not that unusual. I want to touch on herd immunity because that's a phrase that's tossed about everywhere you go if you're having a casual conversation with somebody well i'm gonna wait until everybody else has it but you know the problem is if if you aren't vaccinated and you get it you could still get those long-term effects let's start out with defining what herd immunity is sure so in scientific terms herd immunity is the number of people needed to be vaccinated in order for it to stop spreading into communities. So it's not saying that everyone's going to be covered, but there's a certain number of people that will need to get the vaccine for it to pretty much just stop spreading from person to person uh, in a larger sense. Um, so, you know, some of the the diseases or um, some of the vaccines uh, trials that we've had, depending on how infectious um it is. Some of them need to be around 70%. Some of them need to be in the mid 90%. Uh, we don't know right now what that number is for COVID-19. There's theories out there. It's in the 80s. There's theories out there. It's in the 90s. But truly, we don't know how many, what percentage of people need the vaccine for herd immunity uh, to kick in. So it's really important that everyone not wait, that everyone do their part, be a good neighbor, be a good parent, be a good uh, steward of the community, get your shot so we can get up there and not have to worry about, are we at that number yet? Yeah. What about if they had the virus already? They're still not too sure how long your immunity lasts after you've had it, right? Correct. Um, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of people that are hesitant to get the shot because they've already had the virus and they don't think they need the shot. Uh, studies that we're following that of folks that have had the immunization, uh, we're showing it up to a year depending on how your immune system works. We're also following folks that uh, may have had the va- had the virus but not had the vaccine yet, and and. You know, some of them may show immunity for three, four, five months, but you're still not going to get that coverage um, if you just go ahead and get the vaccine. Uh, we should be, depending on how good your immune system works, we should be covered for a lot longer. Yeah, and then we, you know, we, I, we just heard in the sports world the Yankees baseball team getting it, but they were all vaccinated. But the point is, is now they're all asymptomatic. Nobody's feeling bad. Right. Right. Uh, and I think one or two of them actually had the virus uh, prior to getting vaccinated as well. So uh, we are showing that 
in some cases that if you've had the vaccine and then contract the virus, the side effects from it are, are way less severe than if you had not had the vaccine. Okay, now it, we're talking about the vaccines here this morning, a coffee break for the COVID, and variants are popping up now. Where is the study on, on the vaccines working against variants? They're still ongoing, just like everything else. Uh, you know, there's several variants, the UK variant, South African variant. I heard of one in, in South America. Uh, right now, the statistics that we're following show that the vaccine is still having very, very good coverage for these variants. Um, the numbers, the specific numbers aren't quite out yet, but it still looks like it is showing that you're better off getting the vaccine and protecting even if that virus that variant is is uh, throughout your community um, again those that have had the the vaccine and still get the virus your side effects are a lot less severe so even if the the variant doesn't get it all the way the vaccine is helping at least most of it all right we don't hear a lot about the pfizer and the moderna in the news but johnson and johnson hit the news quite a bit in the last month and a half or so where are they at with that with the studies and and how you know the blood clot thing has they sure. proven anything there they haven't you know and that's that's one of the funny things about side effects with these things um you know there there's going to be side effects that happen regardless um, you know, as Dr. Kunzweiler says, uh, if you give it to a million people, there's, there's going to be a certain number of them that have heart attacks, that have uh, side effects that would have come whether or not they had it. So the blood clot uh, study from the Johnson & Johnson really has not shown a uh, differential between those that got it and those that would have had blood clots had they not had the vaccine. So very, very minimal Something worth tracking. They did look at it. They realized that uh, it's still not uh, alarming enough for it to not uh, be allowed uh, at these clinics. Yeah, and the, I mean, the number was like, what do they have, eight or nine is all the reported cases? Correct. Uh, out of several, you know, hundred thousands to millions. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, it's still being tracked. It's still being followed day to day. And we would know if it, if it uh, shows a, an increasing rate. And again, with this vaccine for covid uh, how long is it going to be effective? That's still kind of up in the air. It is. Uh, and again, you know, we've only been giving the vaccine a little over a year. So they're still studying it. They're still following it. They're still showing that a lot of the people that got it are showing uh, immunity a year out. So will there be a booster in the future? Too early to tell. Some, some of the companies are saying, yeah, we're probably going to have to have this as a booster with our flu shot. Some of them are saying, we're not sure yet. It's just going to depend on the virus and how it changes. Uh, but really, the, the good studies that we have out there show that most people that get it uh, do have immunity over a year. And did I read somewhere that there's somebody working on a vaccine that works on COVID and the flu? Yeah. It, I mean, that was inevitable. Yeah. Um, they were going to try and you know, merge those together. Again, we're not sure how this virus is going to react, how it will change from year to year. Will it change from year to year, or is it just a, a one-time uh, blip? Um, but again, with this, everyone's going to be working on something to make sure that we don't have this follow-up pandemic or this, uh, it, you know, lengthen this pandemic out any longer than we need it. Well, it's like getting a mass testing of that mRNA. I mean, <laughs> you put it in millions and millions of arms. Now we're going to find out something about it. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the nice. I mean, we are still studying. They're still following it. Uh, it's being scrutinized and looked at by the scientific community every day uh, by by many groups. So we would know if if it were 
not good for us. All right. And we said earlier today, uh, 12 to 15 year olds just got approval in, in the last week or so, and they're going to be doing a vaccination clinic out there for parents out there who are a little worried. What can we tell them? Well, and you're right. Yeah, the 12, the Pfizer vaccine was just approved uh, for 12 to 15. It was down to 16. Uh, the other ones are still down to 18. Um, the, the early studies that I saw that showed that this was safe and effective showed almost 100% efficacy rate in those uh, age groups. So even higher than the 90, you know, mid 90s that we were seeing in um, the adults when they were studying it. The side effect profile on it, uh, you know, Again, that second day for some of those folks is pretty tough, but for 100% um, immune response is pretty remarkable, uh, it is for, remarkable. for anything. So uh, safe, effective. Again, talk to your doctor if you're really concerned about it. If you have other health conditions that may not allow you to get vaccines for other reasons, talk to them until you're comfortable. Right. I, I'm sure that they'll have good reasons uh, to to recommend the vaccine. There's going to be very, very few people that should not be recommended for this vaccine. And I know there are going to be parents out there saying, well, 12, you know, those younger kids aren't affected by this. Why Why would a 12 to 15-year-old need to be vaccinated? Because they're still carriers? They can, yeah. They're still carriers. And actually, some of the variants are showing to hit some of the younger kids a little harder than the original strain, um, the UK one being, being that. Um, so we're just still trying to protect everyone. We're not trying to protect one person. We're trying to protect the whole community. Uh, you know, as soon as we can get these kids to where they have immunity, the the faster we can get back to quote unquote normal, uh, we can stop worrying about schools. We can make sure that they're in schools every day, sports, after school activities, things like that. So uh, right now it's safe and effective, highly recommended, uh, showing great immune responses. So the sooner we can expand who's getting it, uh, the sooner we can get back to normal. Yeah, the sooner kids can go back to school five days a week. And being kids. Yeah. <laughs> and there's parents out there going, yeah, I am ready for that. You bet. I'm just a grandparent. I was ready for it. We, yeah. Trying to be a teacher and a granddad was really, really tough. I can't imagine what it is for parents. Two working families, I mean, what are they doing with that? Exactly. And my wife uh, works in the school system. We have uh, three kids, uh, twin eight-year-olds and a 10-year-old. Um, I didn't hesitate. My wife actually uh, had COVID at one point. I did not. Um, I still made her get the vaccine. Uh, the kids are in school when they can be. Sometimes there's little blips where they're home for a couple days due to contractation. But as soon as it's uh, safe and effective, even down to that age, I'm going to recommend it and, and we're going to get it done for our kids. All right. The COVID-19 vaccines is what we're talking about today with uh, Tom King with Mountain Pacific Quality Health. And uh, again, just want to kind of go back to the fact of how safe these are. And these are not experimental drugs. I mean, that's just one thing. I have to walk away from conversations sometimes because it's like people are just dead set on saying this is experimental. Yeah, I and at the, I don't understand the, the logic at this point. Um, you know, millions and millions of, of these doses have been given. All the safety statistics are, are published. All, all the side effect profiles are published. The efficacy is published. It's out there. The science is showing that these are safe and effective. It's not experimental at this point. It just isn't. And I ask those people to ask a friend or two if they've gotten the vaccination, and you'll find out they probably did. Yeah, they and they're did. still upright taking fluids, and they look normal. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and in you know, if you look at the the infectious rate in Montana, it's coming down as as more people get the vaccine. So um, the the math works. 
I don't I don't have a good argument for those that just are, don't want to to hear the science behind it. Yeah, they they kind of refuse. Someone had told me that well, I've never taken the flu vaccine, so I'm not going to start taking vaccines now. Why? Yeah, um, you know, we in the scientific community struggle with that. We <laughs> as pharmacists, we get that question uh, at our counters all the time. Um, we we can we can help those that want the help. Um, and sometimes we just need to sit down and have the good one-on-one -on -one conversation, walk through it. Uh, most of the time, they'll either uh, listen to what we have to say or, or their mind's already made up. Yeah. Well, for me, one, I have not taken the flu vaccine. I'll be, I'll be completely honest, never had a flu shot, but that's because it was a 50-50 chance. And, sure. And I, I never really ever got sick from the flu. It never really affected me, so I, I never panicked. I mean, now I'm getting a little older. Sure. I, I might think about it here in the next year or so. You bet. And, and this, that's the thing that alarmed us most about this virus is everyone thought it was comparative to the flu but you know the the morbidity mortality rate the the death rate on it the the severe side effect rate on this virus specifically was way way worse than the flu so and, and the long-term effects that are starting to appear now the people that got especially it. now correct yeah. i mean they're talking scarring of lungs and things like that that uh, isn't seen when you get the flu most not. Most times not. Um, you know, depending on how your immune system is built and how, how healthy you are, um, you know, flu can still be deadly for those that, yeah. that aren't ready for it. But, um, you know, f even healthy people with this one seem to be having some, some pretty severe side effects and long-term effects on it. All right. So COVID-19 vaccines, again, if they didn't get into the big vaccination lines out here at the fairgrounds, that's still available in a lot of places, easy to get. Absolutely. You know, I worked out at the fairgrounds. Uh, I've put in some clinics at retail pharmacies as well. Um, it's still available. There are sign-up spots pretty much anywhere. If you don't have access to get onto the computer, they have phone numbers that you can call and they can try and get you set up. Uh, really, it's just important. I, I appreciate all the frontline healthcare workers in this past year that have, have really helped, uh, one, treat people, but then two, that big vaccination clinic. Those fairground clinics were an awful lot of fun. Uh, it's great to have that energy out there. Um, so I appreciate everyone uh, putting in what they can to help out our communities. But I just urge everyone, go out and get the vaccine. Yeah, it was so easy out there at the fairgrounds. I couldn't believe how great that was. That was organized so great. And Troy got his vaccination, and he's got a needle phobia. He said he didn't even feel the stick. Yeah, and I've I've given that to a lot of people. Uh, sometimes the anxiety before the vaccination is worse than the actual vaccination. Yeah, I know. They're talking to you, you know, asking you some questions. They'll send you're done. I go, what? Yep. I didn't even feel it go in. Yep. And I, I've had people that can't look. I've had people that, you know, hold hands. I understand. We'll work with you. We'll get you vaccinated before you go. All right. So COVID-19 vaccine is still readily available out there. I encourage you to get yours. I for Again, I got mine, and I had no side effects, no worries or anything. As a matter of fact, I think after the day I got my first shot, I was raking a yard. So maybe it's the physical activity that made it go away. Some people say that. You know, some people worry about which arm to put it in. I said, really, it's going to hurt in either arm or it's not going to hurt in either arm. So it's just a day. Let's just get it done and, and get get on with it. All right. COVID vaccines. Don't forget the one for 12 to 15-year-olds still available out at the fairgrounds. That's happening tomorrow morning. A pop-up clinic this afternoon on the walking mall near 10 Mile Brewery. If you uh, haven't gotten your vaccine and you want to, there's a couple of opportunities. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.